Hello, Internet peeps. Welcome back. We're here. Batman. Batman and Robin. Episode 147 of Big Trouble Little Podcast. I'm Joe Dubs. Chill out, Bat Brain. I'm Andy. Stay cool, bird boy. I'm Zach. Yeah, and we're here to talk about this movie. Um, because two hours of this movie made me want to shoot myself. But I digress on that. Uh, before we get into Batman and Robin... Guys, what the hell have you been watching, playing, or doing? I'll go first. So, I played The Last Blade 2. You ever play that fighting game for SNK? Hell yeah, yeah. that game is, game is fucking awesome. And, uh, Zach, I, uh, Zach and Andy, if you're into fighting games, I'll show you Fightcade, uh, and how to, uh, you know, get those games so that we could all play together for fighting games, so. I hate fighting games. They make me feel inadequate. Oh, okay. Then you don't play fighting games. <laughs> Sounds like you need to work on yourself. No. <laughs> yes. But uh, me and my friends played on Fight Cave. We played The Last Blade 2. Um, we started off like, oh, this is weird compared to like Street Fighter and everything. Um, but we all had fun and we played for like five hours and dr and drank whiskey. So that was fun. Um, I also played more MLB The Show. I haven't uh, got the first perfect game. Uh, in the league that I'm in right now. You posted a clip, and I was, like, trying to watch it, and it was just a static image, and I was like, what the fuck? So I unmuted it, and it was right in the middle of you, like, shouting. Like, oh, shit! And I, like, <laughs> tried to mute Because <laughs> I had the media volume turned all the way up. Oh, God. <laughs> so You're just, like, yelling at some guy, like, I don't know, calling him the R word or something. I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give a little brief story. So dirt or something yeah so i'll give a quick story uh i was pounding the zone and like the third strike i would throw it out of the box you know just to make him go fishing and he i, I noticed that he was always swinging swinging at everything so he exploited it like an actual pitcher should do right yeah so like i would put some in the zone and then obviously i would put a change up or a sinker in the dirt and he would swing and i would get the strikeout so it's like the ninth inning. Like, he didn't say anything throughout the whole game, but it's like ninth inning, and then he starts to say... The first thing he says to me is, hey, um, I am I, I guess you're cheating because you know the pitches, and that's why you got to run. I'm like, what? Cheating, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't see any of the pitches. I like you Because he no-hitted me through seven. Like, I got my first hit and run during that inning. And um, and then after he uh, after I beat him, he starts going in, in the discord, the league that I'm in right now. And he says, you know, don't play this guy. He throws in the dirt. Uh, and I just got angry because he kept on going off. And I was like, dude, you know, <laughs> just don't swing. It's fucking baseball. dude. <laughs> like, uh, that's... Oh, OK, so you whipped this guy's ass and he got salty. Yeah. And I just I just got it because I... I don't understand. He thought you were cheating because you were like seeing pitches pretty much and i'm like how can i see like, how can i see pitches when i'm getting no hitted for seven innings well like you were screen looking from across the country or something what are you talking about no wall hacks <laughs> no there is a feature where you could see the pitch where it's coming from but it's out of that league meaning the feature is gone so he he thought that was on and i'm like no it's not in there like what are you talking about and like I'm, I'm streaming this by the way because we have we have to stream our games. 
I'm like, you can look, <laughs> you can look at my screen. There's nothing me seeing the pitch before it comes. And, and which, which, which is funny. The irony in this whole fucking thing is that he was playing the Houston Astros. <laughs> <laughs> I know that joke. Yeah. Why the fuck would he do that? I don't know. Maybe maybe he feels bad to have the Houston Astros and they cheated and that's what he's trying to do on me, apparently. I don't know. He's projecting. But uh, come to think of it, apparently he's just not that good at the game because he's getting pounded by everybody else. So, awesome. so he's been complaining here and there about things. Um, but other than that, I've been playing MLB The Show I pre-ordered Resident Evil 8 last night on PS5, so I actually had a debate. I was like, should, should I get this on Xbox or PlayStation? I'm like, you know what? I've started Resident Evil on PlayStation. I'm going to end Resident Evil on PlayStation, so. This isn't the end. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you never know. I, I might finish this game and I don't know, fucking Asteroid Hits or, or, or something or like that. I don't know. Like, I remember they released Final Fantasy uh, 13 on the Xbox, and at the time I was an Xbox guy, and I was like, I just can't. That's wrong. I won't do it. I, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to do this. <laughs> well, what's funny is I, by accident, because I was still debating in my head, but I'm like, do I have any money on my PSN account? Because I remember you guys gave me money um, for my birthday, and... I went to go because I it, it didn't show my payment, so I'm like, huh, I guess I got to hit confirm pre-order, and then I get to see what uh, money I have. Nope, just automatically uses whatever I ha money I have, which was like ten dollars because I bought other games, and then my PayPal. And I'm like, I guess I've got it on PlayStation Five, <laughs> <laughs> which is good anyway. So if Andy, if you're getting Village and Zach's getting Village, we could all play Reverse. Uh, which is the multiplayer game on there. Are you getting it? To me? No. You, why not? No. It's you like... You want to fight werewolves? You don't want to have the giant vampire lady step on you? The, the game looks fun and everything. It's just I'm I'm getting away from buying games at release. But if you're both playing it, it looks fun. I might pick it up just to play it with you. But I don't... Well... Mm, well... I, 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 what game out recently that I wanted? I was oh I wanted to play new Pokemon Snap but I was like eh I'll just not buy it. My brother is gonna get that for me for my birthday so I because I I asked one of my friends who she streamed she streamed up uh, Pokemon Snap and I'm like how much is this game and she's like guess what it's you know guess it it's Nintendo I'm like full price fuck so you're the, re you're the reason why sequels to games don't get made did you know that fuck them. Wait, I thought. What I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I, I, I also heard that. Yeah, you need okay. to buy, buy. Who said that? It was the about fucking, a the lead developer, one of the lead developers for Days Gone. That's it. That was it. Because he said, "Oh, it's up to the the fans if you want a sequel to this game that everyone already forgot came out." You buy it when it comes out. You don't wait for sales. It's like shut, shut, shut the fuck up. I, I do wait do. for sales. Go fuck yourself. How about that one? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, exclusively. That's I. I, uh, I, I the only reason Pokemon, new Pokemon Snap was on my mind is because Walmart always sells brand new Switch games for forty nine ninety four. They always do it. And I was at Walmart and I was like, hey, maybe pick up Pokemon Snap for ten dollars off. But I, I didn't. I was busy. <laughs> yeah, but that's all I've been playing and and doing. So um, let's go with Zach. Zach, what did you do while you were away? Did you read anything? Play anything? Bring any handhelds? 
Yeah, I uh, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos, mostly uh, action button reviews while I was out. Yes. Because I had a lot of time, you know. I was born stupid. I will not die hungry, you know. <laughs> Video games forever. <laughs> yes, action button. <laughs> but uh, they're long, and I had a lot of time to burn, and I didn't feel like watching anything on TV. How so. far are you in them? Yeah, I know you've seen... Final Fantasy, Last of Us, Doom, and at least part of Pac-Man. I'm on Tokimeki Memorial now. Oh, okay. Well, that's the longest one I have fun. I'm it's like, also I'm the like, most recent. Yeah, I'm like at uh, 50-ish minutes in, I okay. think. You know. I, he, if he hasn't already, at some point he says, you can skip chapters three and four if you want to be a bitch. Just watch them. No, I'm going to watch the whole thing. Yeah, watch the whole thing. <laughs> it's, it's great. I think it's my favorite of the videos he's done so far. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting so far. Um... I've played a bunch of games recently. I've I've got um, I played Ninja Gaiden Dragon Sword some more, and I decided I didn't want to play it anymore, so that game was aborted. <laughs> um, it's just I, it's weird. It's because I guess because it's the gameplay is so simplistic, but at the same time, like the way you have to hold the DS like like this, like a paperback or something, in one hand, and you control it with a stylus like this. You, this is all you do for like a long time if you play this game for a long time. There's some games in Rhythm Heaven for the 3D or for the DS that make you do that, and I could only play them for like a few minutes, and my hand like cramps weird because you gotta hold your fingers strangely, and it's, I can't do it. It's like this: you gotta do the penguin thing. You gotta, the, yeah. I'm gonna show her my French flipper trick. It's like uh, yeah, I don't need I don't need more more dangers of carpal tunnel. I already do everything <laughs> in the world that's gonna ruin my hands. I don't need to do this too. That's what I was gonna say though. Is like I'm not really a bitch about like oh my hands hurt. I can't play fighting games. My thumb it hurts. I'm not like that. But like this one like is uncomfortable to play like that after about 25 minutes or so of doing that. Yeah, there's a real big difference between short-term pain, like, oh, I've got a blister on my thumb, boo-hoo, and, like, long-term damage that you're going to need surgery to correct in your 50s kind of pain. Yeah. There's a, there's a big fucking difference there. Now, they do divvy it up to where, like, you pretty much would – all the chapters are short. They are roughly, like, 15 to 25 minutes, but you start feeling it around that time. Hmm. That and I, you, you control everything with the stylus, and I just got like, I don't know, it's just kind of crappy. You've got this big fat hand and, and a pen in your way, and you can't really see. It's <laughs> like, I don't like this game, I'm done playing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I started Metroid Fusion, uh, for real this time. Hell yeah, I started it before and like didn't really get that far into it just because something happened or whatever, but now I'm playing it for real. Um, start playing. Wolfenstein 3D for real. I've never beaten that game. Um, I just played, you know, several floors until I got bored and quit. I told myself this time I'm going to actually beat it. Then I also started playing Quake for the first time. I've never played Quake. Quake 1? Yeah, Quake 1. The only Quake I ever played a lot was Quake 3 Arena. I played um, Quake 1. I played uh, Quake 3 Arena. And then obviously I played the fucking Xbox 360 Quake for I think you skipped, it was you skipped Quake too. Yeah. Hmm. What about you, Andy? I, I never played Quake. I, I I think I played some of Quake Two at a friend's place one night. We played several levels, and that's kind of it. Hmm. I, I I played a bunch of Quake Three. I I played a bunch of Quake Three both on the Dreamcast and on the PC. 
Very different, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like a different thing. I, I always, I actually, I bought it on Steam. Uh, last year I think it was right after Ahoy did his retrospective on Quake. I was like, well, yeah. I fucking play Quake, so I bought it. I just haven't got around to it yet. Yeah, I was mostly motivated like by I watched the action button review for Doom, yeah. and it was just like, God damn it, all that thing made me do is want to play Doom. <laughs> I was like, no, I played I play a good amount of Doom. I, I want to like I need to beat an id game I've never actually beaten. I've played Wolfenstein 3D. I started playing that just because you can kind of play it casually somewhat. But then I was like, no, I need to play Quake. Because I was going to start playing Half-Life because that's on my list for uh, um, Accelerated Gamer. Yeah. We'll get to that later. But I was like, no, I need to play Quake first because, I, I don't know, uh, it was a bigger deal FPS before Half-Life even came out. Yeah. Uh, very good though. It's it's a lot like a real successor to Doom, kind of the first Quake is anyway. Uh, what else have I played? I've been playing around on a bunch of like old PC games. Like I've been, I have a a an ancient machine right here behind me. Um, I've started installing DOS and like Windows ninety eight stuff on it, and uh, I've been playing. I've been goofing around with Scum BM some more, playing like some of those LucasArts adventure games I have. I can't tell you how I obtained them, but I have them. <laughs> uh, you Don't copy really, that, Floppy. You can't really buy a lot of them right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that's it. Been playing a lot of stuff. Got a lot of irons in the fire, but I just haven't really finished anything yet. But it's coming. Nice. Andy, you're last. I did it. I beat Earthbound. I beat it. I did it, you guys. Andy's going to win Accelerated Gamer again. I'm, prob I'm probably... Yeah, you guys got to... Get your asses a gear, especially you, Dubs. I don't know why. I don't know why. Hey, you're I, so I was fucking right behind you there for a little bit. I yeah, for, uh, you were you were you were coming up on me, but then I then I scored a couple extra victories. I beat a boxing game. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, but anyway, I beat Earthbound. Uh, the great tragedy of beating Earthbound is there's a lot about that game that I want to be like, oh my god, can you believe this? Can you remember blank? But no, and unless someone's played it, you just can't talk to them about it. The game is just so its own thing. It's, uh, I, I, I think I said last episode that someone, Tim Rogers specifically, had described it as the first postmodern video game. Mm. It's like, yeah, I get it. Like, it is, yeah. it's, it's completely, and as soon as I beat it, I treated myself. I, uh, I watched the Angry Video Game Nerd video on it, which spoiled the fuck out of it. What's his problem? Um, I watched uh, uh, the video that Tim Rogers did on it, and I bought um, Super Soul Brothers, one of my favorite bands. They, they do a bunch of jazz covers of video game stuff. They did a whole Earthbound album I've never even heard, so I got to listen to that too. And uh, Earthbound's great, but I'll talk about it a lot more on Accelerate Gamer. Um, Zach said he was watching all the Tim Rogers videos, and he mentioned some stuff in them, and I had to rewatch parts of them so that I like remembered what it was talking about, because you know it's like fucking three hours. <laughs> and then I just ended up watching all of the Doom and Pac-Man videos again, just because. <laughs> and that, of course, made me... I, I had to play Doom 2, because I never I never played it as a kid. And I also played Pac-Man. That uh, In the Pac-Man video, he says, oh, this is the best version of Pac-Man. You can get it on the Switch. Well, it was on sale, so I went ahead and picked it up. And today I watched the first episode of Star Wars The Bad Batch, which is great. I mean, I you guys know I watched Clone Wars and I loved it, obviously, but Bad Batch is that again, but it's like 
gritty, dark. Yeah, they they've thrown off like with Clone Wars, they were like on Cartoon Network, and they had to be like four kids. But as time went on, they were like they realized their audience was like older kids, teenagers, adults. So it got more and more serious. Bad Batch didn't even flirt with that idea. Bad Batch right off the bat is like serious, grim. Because, like, in the first, like, uh, five minutes, they're, like, doing something, and there's a big victory, and someone's like, oh, oh uh, General Kenobi has found um, General Grievous on whatever planet, some bullshit, Star Wars bullshit. And everyone's like, oh, that's cool, that could end the war. And, like, having seen the movie, of course, you realize what's coming, and then they do the dumb Order 66 thing, and that's, like, the intro to the series. It's like, that happens first. Hmm. So that's that's the tone that they choose to start their new show on is all the Jedi getting murdered in cold blood. But cool. it's it it was a good it was it was good. It's only it's a seventy minute intro. I really liked it. It's it's worth watching. I think. Cool. Check it out. Um, other than that, anything else? Nah, a bunch of YouTube stuff. Like I said, I rewatched those action button reviews. But I already uh, talked about that. All right, Zach, take it away. Batman and Robin. Alright, so um, Batman Forever was a pretty big hit. Um, it made a lot more money than what Batman Returns did because Batman Returns scared people because it was weird. It was scary. It was kind of scary. Well, they definitely cashed in on uh, you know being all goofy and stuff in this fucking movie. <clears throat> yeah, and after that, yeah, after Batman Forever did so well, I guess Warner Brothers or somebody Warner Brothers was like, we want this one to be even more family friendly and fun. And like not really realizing, I guess there was kind of a tipping point somewhere in there. Um, And then, of course, Joel Schumacher is like, all right, fine. You know, I I like that stuff. And they fast tracked this one back then. Traditionally, for movies, you do like a three year production run. This one ended up being two, which was unusual back then. So it got kind of rushed. Um, and I was wrong about Val Kilmer. Apparently Val Kilmer did want to do this movie, but he had a scheduling conflict and he didn't realize they were fast tracking production. So he was like, oh, well, okay, bye. No, oh, that sucks. He wanted to do the Island of Dr. Moreau to work with Marlon Brando that, that, and uh, some other movie. All right. The island of Dr. Moe is, is fucking awful. Right. <laughs> it's weird. Um, so they got George Clooney. They were thinking about getting William Baldwin, which would have been weird. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'll stick with George Clooney because I think he was big around that time with ER. Yeah, he was starting to blow up at that point. Yeah. Um, and everybody else pretty much comes back from previous movie, and then you have Arnold as Mister Freeze. Best part of the movie, in my opinion, even though he has all the yeah. You had um, uh, oh man, Uma like, Thurman. Yeah, Uma Thurman. I can't believe that. Yeah, Poison Ivy, and then uh, Jeeps Vincent as Bane. Yeah, that's who, right. And then was Jeeps, who is a Rasslor. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, he died two months after this movie came out, unfortunately. Really? He had heart failure, but he was like a humongous guy. It was all that venom, I guess. Yeah, it was the venom. He just, you know, he said, bomb, <laughs> and then he just like passed out and died. <laughs> bomb. I like the part a lot. Bob. Yeah, that's right. Good job, babe. You did it, buddy. Every time you play at Bob, you say Bob. Uh, 
it's it, it starts out it's so weird because like after i just watched batman forever not that long ago and i start this one they, it starts out the same exact way as batman forever does mm-hmm. it's the same kind of shots it's like oh i'm suiting up here's my ass here's my jazz belt. this one this one seems like the other one seemed like yeah badass but this one kind of seems like jokey because they do the ass shot like like one cut away from the other ass shot and yeah, like they show yeah we got nipples on the suit like it seems it seems really like can you believe this shit like i don't know it just didn't it didn't feel serious to me. i hear it's because i've seen the movie before and like i was already like ready to be to, to hate on it but it, it really didn't seem serious i think and here's my opinion I don't, I don't know if this is true or not they probably screen test this with a crowd and i bet you a lot of like women went crazy for like badass and they're like oh we gotta have that next one kids probably thought it was funny yeah his butt and then it's like it opens with a joke immediately like the last joke was a little better because Alfred's like, oh, can I persuade you to take a sandwich with you, sir? And he just stands there all serious. And he's like, okay, drive through. And he just jumps. <laughs> That's kind of it's funny. kind of funny. It's still stupid, but at least it's kind of funny. And this was like, I want a car too. Chicks dig the car, which is a rehash of a joke that they already told. Yeah. And then he's like, this is why Superman works alone. And he just gets in the car. And his car sucks now. It's just a yeah. one-seater. And it looks ridiculous. Why is he in a bumper car? Like, there's no overhead. I don't know. <laughs> what happened when it rains? Like, does he have a thing that comes out of the back or something? Like, I guess he just gets wet. <sighs> fucking Michael Keaton had a damn TV in his fucking Batmobile. Well, how do you think he's supposed to drive? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, they, they go to this museum and fight Mr. Freeze because he's there getting diamonds for some reason. And I don't know first. A bunch of hockey goons and do an extended hockey fight scene, which uh. is fucking silly. All right, right away, we need to talk about one of the problems with this movie, and that is that every time there's like a big fight or set piece, the sets look really setty. They yeah. all look awful. Like not mm-hmm. for a. It takes you right out of the movie because every every time there's a fight scene, the room they're in just looks like a stunt show at Universal Studios. It's not believable at all. No location looks real, even in the slightest. Which I know that it, it, parts of Gotham are supposed to be like, you know, grandiose and 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 bonkers and you know, suspension of disbelief, comic book world. But it's got to at least look like a real place. It can't look like all, you know, plywood and plastic and bullshit. Yeah, it just it looks so terrible. It, all the sets look terrible to me. Everything. The ice effects are like especially egregious. It all just looks like fucking plastic shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I you could, I, I get it. Like it's kind of tough, I guess, to make like a real, a realistic looking ice effect. Probably around that time, mm-hmm. maybe. I mean, they had a huge budget though. I. But it all just looks so bad. As a person, the ice, the ice in Batman Returns looked fine. Yeah. Yeah, actually. <laughs> as a person who likes Arnold Schwarzenegger because I'm a big Terminator fan um, when I was a kid when I saw this I was like oh shit it's Terminator it's a, in some fucking suit and you know wow, you know, the Ice Age and all that stuff and I was like the dinosaurs. The, ice the Ice Age, age. <laughs> yeah makes that silly gun noise so I I will see right off, I, I will say right off the bat like I get it 
this was marketed towards kids. But by God, watching it now, like it's unbearable. Um, with you know, with the acting, it, it and it reminded me of kind of like Adam West hokey a little bit in this, like a lot, especially with, yeah, especially with how Robin and Batman are talking, how they're you know surfing on a fucking dinosaur and and a statue and everything, surfing through the air, yeah. We were jumping around a little bit, but um, I mean, the studio told them make it more toyet toyetic. Oh, they really did. And then Joel Schumacher said, "Every day on set, remember people were making a cartoon." He was right. So <laughs> I mean, dude knew what he's doing. Yeah, he made a fucking cartoon, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, um, I hate the design of uh, Mister Freeze's car. It's all what the fuck is that? It's like. You know what it looks like? That looks like one of those really old RVs, like the ones from like forty or fifty years ago, where it looks like it's just made out of like a tin like can a or something. Silver stream something or a yeah, Winnebago. It looks like they look really nice if somebody took care of them, but that looks like one that, that somebody didn't take very good care of, and they decided to like put it on a truck chassis or something. And it just has like a bunch of random spikes at the front, and it's just it's just hideous. It just looks awful. But the spikes turn out to have a purpose. They're rockets, I guess. They were, they were rockets that didn't do anything. <laughs> um, well, they rockets that the toy can fire. Yeah, there it is. See, it all makes sense. I love that. Uh, jumping way ahead here, I love that they do the exact same thing they did in forever. In that, at the end, they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna go get the bad guys," and everyone gets their own little vehicle, and they all get destroyed like right off the fucking bat. (laughs) (laughs) So the hockey scene, right? Isn't there hockey? Did you like that scene? No. Accurate to hockey, hockey boy. I mean, uh, the hits maybe, Um, but. It wasn't there a James Bond movie that had hockey villains? Yeah, there was. It, it was um. Oh fuck! Which one was that? It's the oh. one where he's in Switzerland and the underage girls try to bone him, and he's like, "No, I don't think so." The the whole well anyway the whole time I was like, "Wow, they stole this from James Bond." <laughs> I did have a weird flashback to that actually. Like, what the fuck? This is like a James Bond where he fights the guy, and there's like a hockey scene for like. A there's something interesting there, <laughs> and I wish they would have because the diamond is like getting tossed around, and they use it like a puck because they're passing it to each other. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Like they, they almost had something. Instead, it's just like a trash, terrible spot. It's just it, the set looks bad, and the action, all the action in this movie is shot terribly. I never know what's going on. It's, it's just like, like there's some vague hits. People get hit once in a while, I guess. It is more coherent than Christopher Nolan's action, though. I'll give it that. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I can. I, thanks to all the neon lighting, I can see. Oh my god! Now, there's something happens in the scene when when they appear, like when Batman appears. And yeah, he like fucking grinds down a, a dinosaur's back like he's Sonic the Hedgehog or something, and jumps off and fights uh, this freeze. And then Robin appears. But when Robin appears. I never noticed this before. The you know, in the door? He blows through the door and it makes a Robin symbol in the door. Uh-huh. And, and then for like, the rest of the scene, there's like, I think I counted three more times that he stands directly in front of it and it frames it behind him. Which is more of that we're making a cartoon mentality. It's just... <sighs> I hate it. Why did all those guys have hockey sticks? Did Why they not? know they were going to get in a hockey match? What, what were they supposed to have? Guns? I mean, 
I guess not because it's supposed to be more friendly. <laughs> but uh, they do all this crazy shit, and then like Mister Freeze has like a fucking rocket apparently. And, <laughs> like, what a, is that? I don't know. He has just an actual, just like a rocket that he puts on the back of a truck that can break it into the stratosphere. That can actually go to fucking space. And apparently, if it comes back down, it's like a bomb. It'll kill thousands. Batman just knows that. <laughs> but like they, they do that whole this is another scene they rip off from Batman Forever. They do this thing where the bad guy gets away in an aircraft vehicle and then Batman gets on it and they fight each other for a little bit and then he bails out hoping that he fucking dies in the crash. You know, yeah, this time he gets to do they get to do the opening of the Power Rangers movie where they fucking Oh you fuck. I was about to bring that up. Oh, <laughs> I got it, like right away. Oh, fucking Power Rangers movie. Uh, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> that was more acceptable in Power Rangers. It made way more sense in Power Rangers. And, I was a kid, I got hyped for that shit. And I think and I think they stole the idea when remember when Doctor Ooze uh I meant to look up which one came first. Yeah, Power Rangers movie, right? Yeah, Doctor Ruse had uh when you know, I don't know when he started like to get mutated and shit. Like he had like wings and stuff, and like uh, Mister Freeze had the same wings as like Doctor Ooze, Ivan Ooze. Do you think they did that on purpose? <laughs> I bet you Joe Schumacher was like, "Oh, that's fucking cool. Let's put that in a Batman movie." Yeah, Power Rangers came out not quite two years before this movie. Mm -hmm. by, by the way, when he used that dinosaur to escape, like he froze that dinosaur and it collapsed. Yeah. What the fuck was that dinosaur made out of? Paper. Because it, no, no, because like when he froze that dinosaur, it was like this earthquake started happening. <laughs> but you know, it's like fucking hollow and it's like paper mache, like you said. It's like, like the building called for. It said, and then the building shook, and I think uh, Mr. Freeze got away. I just picture everything in Gotham City made of marble. It's made out of fossil wood bullshit. <laughs> it's made out of dreams and crime. <laughs> they fucking go all the way back down and fight him again, and then Robin tries to get him, and he gets froze, and he's, he's got the diamond on him, and he grabs the diamond, and he says, stay cool, bud boy. Wow. <laughs> gets out of there, and he's like, you got 11 minutes to unfollow him. What are you going to do? Nothing. And then he just leaves. <laughs> no, he taunts him. He freezes it, and then he like waves at him through the ice. Yeah, he clears all that off. He's like, "Bye." Like, if you if you have to have a stupid movie, and I used to I used to talk about this movie and say, "Oh, one of the things that fucked it up is, I'm sure you guys have heard, uh, when Arnold signed to do this movie, he had something put in his contract that said he could refuse to say any line in the script." <laughs> I didn't know that. Actually. He could just like they brought him the script, and if it had a line in it, he didn't want to say. He'd say, "No, I'm not saying that." But alternatively, he got to add stuff to it. So they gave him like they paid him extra for like a writing credit or something. And I think, from what I understand, some someone was feeding him a lot of these ice puns because a lot of them are stolen right from an episode of The Simpsons from 1993. <laughs> <laughs> There's. I can't remember Bart's scene in a movie. He's got McBain in it, and there's like a big this ice statue in the middle of this this table, and there's a bunch of villains having a meeting, and McBain jumps out of it. And he has a big ice gun, the ice to meet you, and a bunch of that shit. Maybe it was Chris O'Donnell, because apparently him and Chris O'Donnell hanged out a lot off, on and off set. Good, because he was like, I never got to film with him, but we hanged out all the time. I just it was, it was weird. I just want to say this. 
Um, Chris O'Donnell is okay, but I hate him in the Batman movies. Because he... His acting is so annoying, and like I, I'm, I'm guessing he's trying to capture and like put a twist on his, on the Adam West Batman Robin, um, where it's just like it's his own Robin, and uh, it's just so whiny. I just, I, I don't like it. I think he's what they're going for is he's like a you know, he's a older teenager, young adult Robin, and he's all you know, he's got a lot Brash. of energy. he's brash. But he's a good guy, you know. He wants he wants to be given a chance, you know. He wants to be trusted. You gotta he, trust me, oh. He wants to be treated like a grown up. Family and partners and stuff and platitudes. Yeah, I get it. I get what they're trying to do with him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Batman pulls out a lightsaber and puts it in the water to unthaw Robin. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't cut him. I don't understand. It's like, I they, still they, don't know what happens in that scene. It's just like. This whole room is frozen, except for some reason this pool of water, which is like, weren't they at like a foundry or something? What is that water? Yeah, it's some kind of like foundry. And I, maybe it's lava. <laughs> <laughs> because you know how in movies there's always like a foundry and then there's fucking lava somewhere? It's true. <laughs> it was frozen lava. Kill bitch. Lava. Yeah, he's being a bitch. And then like after that, uh, it bounces around a little bit. Um, it goes to Pamela Isley. Yes. And uh, Dr. Jason Woodrew. And I'm not going to let this go. Cause when yeah, I found they out... used that name. Like, I, when I was a kid, I didn't know that name. But now I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, like after I read Swamp Thing and I know who that is, I'm right. like, what the fuck? Cause I didn't know of a bitch. <laughs> that's, not, that's not him. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was supposed to be like a wink to like comic book readers at the time. It's not supposed to be the actual guy. Here's what's crazy. Did you know that dude played the Riddler in Batman animated series? What? No way. Yeah, that's him. That's, that's the awesome. Guy that plays him. I was like, what the fuck? And he was the dude that kept that said, yeah, he, Joel Schumacher kept saying we're making a cartoon the whole time while we're filming this movie. Well, <laughs> once more, if that's what they wanted to do, he was the right casting choice as well. I love that part where, like, she, I, she breaks I know what in. you're going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> breaks in and sees that he's, that he's making Bane, basically. He's making super soldiers and shit. Mm. And then he's like, oh, I found you. And they do that thing, like, in Batman Returns, except it sucks. <laughs> and then he's like, well, I don't take rejection very well, so you're just going to have to die. <laughs> that, and and the way he delivers that line is just brilliant. Yeah, and I, I got to admit, like, I was, like, visibly angry watching the beginning of this movie. And then we got to this scene, and I just started laughing out loud. It's funny. <laughs> it's so good. So we need to team to get, team up in your science and my science. And she's like, "No, you're crazy." He says, "Well, I'm not very good at dealing with rejection, so I'm afraid you'll have to die." <laughs> and then a after that, that's it goes back to being stupid because she like the the ground breaks and shit, and like she goes into the soil and comes out as fucking poison ivy. By the way. You're you're a big comic person, Zach. How does Poison Ivy become Poison Ivy? Is it anything as close to what we saw in this movie? Oh, it varies, doesn't it? Uh, now, in the early days, she didn't even have powers. It was just, like, gimmicks and stuff. You know, like, it was like, oh, I made this plant thing, and I'm going to, like, pheromone you, which they kind of do that in the movie. Um, but later on, yeah, it was kind of like that. Like, there was a lab accident. And, like, she's notable for being one of the few Batman villains that has, like, powers. Hmm. Uh, 
And now in the animated series, they kind of do like the old take, which is she doesn't really have powers. Mm-hmm. She just right. uses toxins and stuff to, to fuck with people, and she grows mutant plants. Turns people into trees. Yeah. Uh, they do kind of like a weird hybridization of it in this movie. Uh, but I thought it was funny because it was like, yeah, she comes out of all that trash, and then she's like poison ivy all of a sudden, and she acts totally different. <laughs> She's doing a bit. I feel like she's doing like an, an old actress bit from like the fifties or or forties or something. And I don't know what it is, but it bothers the hell out of me. Like she's doing an impression almost. Carrie, yeah, they try to do that thing where they're like, "Oh, look how mousy and unattractive she is." Oh, look, she's sexy now. And I was like, "Movie, it's Uma Thurman. You're not, you're not tricking me. She you're not fooling me now." <laughs> I, I saw it. All right. Her hair changes when she's like going in and out of like civilian and then poison ivy. Hey, that's like, like the she Riddler. She puts on a wig at some point. The Riddler does the same thing. Yeah, but it does show her actually putting on a wig in the trailer. And she puts I love, on glasses. I fucking love. They got a charter plane. It's just like she, she's she's it in the fucking hat and like <laughs> she's like kind of kind of incognito as well. And someone just took a picture of them like three feet in front of them, just like pointed at the plane. Well, I like what Batman's I like what Batman says. Well, that's definitely Bane in uh <laughs> in Poison Ivy. Really? Think? Really? <laughs> detective, huh? <laughs> Gotta talk about a huge such a huge disservice they did to like maybe all three of these characters. All the villains. <laughs> like Mr. Freeze got basically a new lease on life from the animated series. Because before that, Mr. Freeze was literally a goofy fucking villain. Yeah, he was like C grade, right? Like he was just like nothing. He was just my gimmick is I freeze people and I make freeze puns. And I rob banks. Ah! And then like occasionally, like, you know, when they brought him back in the seventies and eighties, like the bronze age and shit, you know. Uh he was generally just a bad guy with a freeze gimmick. He wasn't as goofy, but he hardly ever got used, I think. And then they had those episodes, that, that two-parter, and it, it won Emmys and stuff. And everybody was like, oh my God, Mr. Freeze, that's so cool. So serious. So, so, so serious. cool. So cool. So cool, yeah. <laughs> and then Poison Ivy, they kind of get some of her characterization a little bit, but it's just so handy. Um, and then Bane, that was the biggest disservice out of all of them. <laughs> He's just a guy that says, like, he repeats, like, a, one word out of a sentence. Usually. Well, every Hollywood writer knows if you're big and strong, you're dumb. All, it's That's a that's a rule. That's a law. You, you, can't be, you can't have muscles and be smart. That's impossible. I just, all I could think of was, like, he was, like, a dumber super shredder. <laughs> it's just yeah. it reminded me of because all the noises he always made. He, ma- he just makes infants that bomb. <laughs> it did make me laugh though. <laughs> uh, but Bane was like the oh my god, like they made him so bad in this. Um, but I'm trying to think. We're talking about the guy who broke Batman, broke the bat. And he's so smart. That's what's so hilarious is he's a really smart guy. Impossible. Dumb as a box of rocks in this movie. <laughs> um, where are my notes? Let's see. Oh yeah, they start talking about like how Mister Freeze needs diamonds. They kind of explain a little bit. They go to the, they, sense. diamonds make cold somehow. I know, like they're like they go to his hideout. It's like some fucking frozen food factory, and he's like forcing people to sing. 
Oh yeah, Vince can't get that that song from the uh, the Rankin and Bass fucking Christmas special. Yeah, that's funny. I and laughed then, at that. I shouldn't have then, laughed at it because it's too stupid, but it was funny. That's why you laughed at it was because it was too stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you got up to the part, but they go to the observatory, and uh, Poison Ivy comes by uh, because, like, remember the scene where she picks up the beaker and it's like, "We in enterprises," and like she goes to visit him. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I have a reason to go there now. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, that they kind of established the observatory thing there, but like. Yeah, he's there, and then he's got, like, Vivica A. Fox in lingerie for some reason, and he turns her down, and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. He kind of explains his diamond shit. He needs these diamonds to power his lasers to keep him cold so he can use his cold shit. How do lasers make cold? Lasers are hot. No, they're just stupid. Honestly, <laughs> like, I was, I got frustrated watching this movie because it's, why does Hollywood always think diamonds go in lasers? But I Googled it, and I guess there are lasers that use diamonds, so you win this one. Yeah, they got lucky. You got lucky on this one, just because it makes sense. They didn't know. <laughs> but lasers are still not cold. No, they aren't. Uh, they kind of put in, like, Mr. Freeze's wife and some of his original backstory. They show him, like, working, oh, she has a disease. <laughs> and, like, shows him falling into the vat. <laughs> laughed at that. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, like, yeah, they got some of his backstory in, I guess. But then it was, like, in these scenes where they're, like, you know, it shows a couple times through the movie, Alfred's kind of, like... Dying. <laughs> you know, he's, like, he's not feeling very good. Yeah, he kinda just, like, like, stands in another room and, like, looks tired. And you're, looks like, tired. what's going on with Alfred? I don't understand. He's just old. It's fine. They, they do it in the beginning of the movie, like, when they're all, like, showing off their ass and going in their vehicles. Like... And he goes, you know, have a good day or whatever he says. And then, like, he's like he's about to, like, faint and stuff. <laughs> but uh, it's here where I realize George Clooney's not doing a very good job in this movie. No, I <laughs> I like you think? I like Val Kel- Kilmer better than Clooney. Yeah, he did a better job. But it was it's weird because, like, Clooney's doing the Adam West thing where he doesn't even do a voice. He doesn't even attempt. He's just he's the same. It's the same shit. And he's got this weird attitude about him throughout the whole movie. Like, he's always smiling a lot. And he kind of has, like, this weird, like, he seems really weirdly upbeat about everything. No, I I actually, back to the part where he's at the observatory and, like, Poison Ivy comes. And Poison Ivy's like, oh, you need to save the, uh, we need to be here on the planet and save, like, the plants and stuff. And, like, George Clooney just turns around and just bees in it, like, nonchalant being an asshole like passive aggressive me like oh, by the way here's my pamphlet we're actually having like a rainforest party with like uh you know if you want to drop by it's all the charity is going towards the the planet so yeah bitch well this is another thing that happened in batman forever this this yeah. misguided intelligent person comes to him and says look i want you to work with me on this thing also by the way i'm crazy and then he just like blows them off what's he expect to happen except no. he didn't have the iconic line no i want to make it a, there's a big difference val Ke- val Kilmer comes off like who is this guy but i'm gonna try to try to be nice to him be like that's kind of dangerous that's osha 
can't do that. That's OSHA. Yeah. He, he gives her the whole uh, no diesel fuel for heat, no something cool for food. Yeah. He's straight. He he's, yeah. he's a straight asshole, Clooney, in this one. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like. What? What? Someone's letting this broad talk to me about science? Get her out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 throughout the whole film, like, I didn't feel Clooney was given it all as, uh, in any role as Bruce or Batman because, you know, I'm I'm jumping around a little bit. Like, you know, the part where uh, Robin finds out that Alfred's uh, sick and he's like in the room. He's like, yeah, he's sick. Um, he's like smiling. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, yeah, after the motorcycle sick. race, he's just like leaning against his desk. Yeah. He's not sick. He's dying. <laughs> smile <laughs> what i think it was like really bad direction because uh-huh. like clearly acted better than this in other things i'm not saying he's a great actor but i know he's been better than this oh yeah he's better but he i feel like he i it, it, maybe it's direction maybe it's the uh joel joel schumacher but at the time, I feel like he's just like oh, I'm doing a Batman. I'm I want to be a breakout star, but I guess I got to do this before. He really does strike me as one of those actors that needs a really good director. Like I've seen him in Coen Brothers movies, and he fucking kills. He's great. So I yeah, right. Um, after that, they go to like the weird rich people bonanza where they're bidding on women. Yeah, in the rainforest or something. And uh, like, then Poison Ivy shows up. They don't say that's her. Na- it's it's hilarious though because she just, it's like when she appears. By the way, they're there in costume. I forgot about that. They're both Batman and Robin, Bruce and Dick are there in costume. <laughs> and, and, then, and then, like, all of a sudden she this pink gorilla shows up, and for some reason everybody in that entire room turns around and looks at that gorilla. It looks behind and above them. What? Why? What? <laughs> and she didn't even. She takes all her stuff off. And you're like, oh, it's a, it's a hot woman, probably. And then, then, then it is. And it's like, oh. <laughs> then, she, then she does the, the pheromone jazz. And then now, okay, yeah, everybody has a reason to look at. Her. That made more sense. Yeah. If they, if she just went, and then put her her gorilla head back on, that would have been kind of funny. But <laughs> Like it turns up and there's like just pink stuff coming out of all the seams of the costume. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, she goes up to the stage and then like all these guys start bidding on her and then Batman starts bidding. He's like the infamous fucking bat card. Two million, three million. You don't have money. Well, I'll borrow from you four million. That's just seven million. The bat credit card says. Uh, Batman, Goth Bank, good till forever. Get it? You get it? So, so they're saving the planet by buying women. The money goes to money. The money, fucking yeah, for shit. And then somebody's gonna wear those fancy ass diamonds, I guess. And then Poison Ivy. I don't even know if any of the women were doing this. Where it was like, you get me for an evening. She just goes, and yeah, somebody says Poison Ivy, even though she never told anybody her name. Mm. I thought that was like, oh. Okay, I mean, we know who that is, I guess, but still. Doesn't she? She says, like, poison. Poison ivy. Oh, no, you're right. I just, something happened. It's I was, like I one of those that. moments where she's like, oops, I said the bad word. Uh, the bad word with a good word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's stupid. 
she's just like, when you bid on me, you'll get me my company for a whole evening. I'm like, oh, what? I'll bring everything you see and everything you don't see. And then Ted Turner bids $500,000. <laughs> so, uh, uh, then, and then Batman bids millions. Then, now, you know, now t- Zach, tell me if I'm like, is this after the scene or before? But they do a part where like they show uh, Mr. Freeze's like hangout area where, with all his goons and stuff. And like this black lady comes up to him and tell me if this is like, kind of racy what she says like oh you don't like my she says something not and i'm not being racist but she goes along the line of saying like nappy head she's like oh you don't like like my hair and my my skin is too ashy and like arnold says no i like my wife or something like that he doesn't like retort back but i'm like that's kind of weird writing to put for you know a person of color Uh, no i didn't really take it that way i think it was yeah, I think it was just more like because she's warm. She know? said something about she wanted to like thaw his cold heart or something like that. Basically, she was like, you know, let's bone, and he was like, no, I'm taking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm taking. I, I, I got this. I got this underwater wife situation. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Miss Free Who shows up anyway. For that matter, though. I don't know. She's just some broad. She's not out. a henchman. And obviously he wouldn't hire sexy women to have around like Two-Face would because he's got his wife. So she's, who is she? She just showed up. She's a villain groupie. I don't villain know. Villain groupie. <laughs> Miss Free shows up to steal the fucking diamonds because he needs diamonds. And then they fight. And then Poison Ivy's like, ooh, this guy is like, I love how he just casually grabs people and throws them 30 feet in the air all the time. She got aroused. <laughs> I just like how his go-to attack if somebody is too close is he just kind of grabs their shirt and just throws them thirty feet up in the air. It, it works. Just, it works. Or uh, or like when his gun was stuck to the dinosaur and he threw the fat security guard to like take it out of the uh, the dinosaur at the top. I noticed yeah. they didn't they didn't do a very good take of that because when he went to catch it, it kind of bounced off of his chest. He's like, oh shit, and then he kind of grabbed it. <laughs> <laughs> People get close to him. He gets he gets physical. He doesn't have uh, he doesn't have the combat casting feet, so he's got to he's got to do other stuff. It's probably the suit too. Yeah. Um. Uh. Then uh, Batman and Robin chase him, and they get in their car and motorcycle, and then they do that thing where Batman's like, "You can't make the jump." He's like, "I can make it." He shuts his engine off, and then he does this. Almost hilarious. dies anyway. He almost he almost gets him killed. Yeah. <laughs> and then he does a revenge yell. Like, and- yeah, and, and then they they have to like throw in the scene where like after Batman says you're not, you can't make the jump, and then the the uh, villain the henchman's like you're not gonna make it. <laughs> and then yeah, the other two of them, yeah, they don't make it. They just fucking hit the building. They just die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just, they're just dead, I guess. <laughs> and then uh, Batman catches him. He like I fucking love that too. He like freezes his car, and then he like ejects, and then he sees what he's doing, and he's flying at him. He's like, uh oh. <laughs> and then one of the stupidest things in the entire movie happens batman captures mr freeze off screen what the fuck was with him when he was laying there was that a dummy his eyes were open but he was like not moving it was like a pickup shot or something they were like oh, oh shit batman's supposed to defeat mr freeze where's arnold oh he's filming true lies god damn it uh, that, no that was before this but 
uh, put someone in the suit and just have someone in Batman suit stand over him. There's no fight. God, it pisses me off so much. <laughs> I'm watching a goddamn Batman movie. The least you could do, do is show me Batman beating up Mr. Freeze. God damn it. How do you knock out a guy in like a powered exoskeleton? Yeah, a metal thing. Like, so maybe, stupid. maybe, maybe he threw his little heat belt buckle thing at him, and then he. Didn't he... Have that yet. he just has his lightsaber. He could have just chopped his arm off with the lightsaber. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a lightsaber. It's a laser pointer. It looks like a goddamn lightsaber. <laughs> uh, but um. They take him to Arkham. When it shows Ar- Arkham Asylum, looks like fucking Dracula's castle in this movie. Yeah, you think they'd hire a goddamn janitor? Jesus Christ! Jesse Ventura's like, in there. It's like massive. <laughs> it takes up like a whole mountainside. Yeah, they're like pushing objects out of the way. Did you notice that, by the way, Jesse Ventura as one of the guards? I did. Yeah. I never knew that. I never noticed that before. And I heard that. I heard him talking. I know that voice. It's very distinct. Dude, we've we watched so many, much fucking WCW and WWF. I'm like, oh my god, it's Jesse Ventura. Ventura. Yeah. You're gonna be here for a long time. You guys <laughs> didn't even notice Coolio was in this movie, so I forgot Coolio was in it. I honestly forgot who Coolio You caught him was. though, did you? He's yeah. Hair. You can't miss the him. hair. Yeah. I forgot who, I forgot Coolio was a guy, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Joel Schumacher. What happened to him? What's he do now? I he he got pissed at Weird Al one time, and that was the last time I heard about him. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Dubs? Oh, uh, this is kind of me jumping around, but Coolio in that scene, he just like takes the money and he just stands there. So I'm like, oh. Yeah, he can't act. Well, I got a lot to say about Coolio, though. Hang on, this is crazy. Uh, but okay, uh. We skipped a little bit, but like uh, Alfred's niece, Barbara Wilson, not Barbara, Barbara Gordon. They got that part right. Yeah. She shows up and she's like, I'm here to see Uncle Alfred. And then he's like, okay. And then, of course, Dick's all up on in her jazz because he wants her. <laughs> Please be looking for me. <laughs> I'm funny. I mean, that was like a 90s goofy, I want this chick line in a, in a movie. It. <laughs> It sounds like something right out of the Fresh Prince, though. I mean, come on now. Okay. It sounds like that or like American Pie or something. I don't know. Okay, I have to bring this up. What is the subplot with uh, uh, Alfred's brother? He's Alfred knows he's dying, and he wants to send this disc full of sensitive Batman information to his brother so he can be like, I'm going to die. I need you to come here and take care of this billionaire because he's too much of an idiot <laughs> to take care of himself. <laughs> That's what it is. That's pretty much it, though. That's what it is. He he's like, look, we're we're for some reason we're a whole family of brothers who are famous, <coughs> super good servants, and we're like medics and mechanics and and also tailors, I guess. Yeah, computer. I need experts. you to come here, take care of Batman for me, because he's he's too much of a bad child to give himself stitches. He asked me if he was pigheaded one time. Can you believe that? <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Who was the uh, gadget person in James Bond, by the way? Q. Q? So, like, Alfred kind of does a Q thing, especially when, like, he gets in his Batmobile. He's like, bring that back in one piece, Master Wayne. And, like, Batman's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but, you know, in the good movies, Bruce Wayne worked on his own Batmobile. He was in there fucking soldering shit and, like, welding. 
Yeah, I mean, I like that better. That makes more sense. Michael man Keaton, is gonna, like, be in yep. there, like, making sure the timing is right on the ten-cylinder Batmobile engine. Why would you want your really old father figure to like stoop over for like hours? Yeah, he's gonna get like <laughs> some kind of a syndrome or something. <laughs> some kind of syndrome, yeah. <laughs> um, but they at some point it shows a scene where like it shows her breaking into the garage and like getting a motorcycle. She didn't break in; she snuck in. And Dick sees her, and then he catches her a second time, and he follows her out one night. And this leads to that scene where Coolio's there taking people's money to get to do to participate in road rash. Mm-hmm, this is basically right. what, what this is. Road rash. road rash nights. This is like road <laughs> rash. If road rash ran into wipeout is what this reminded me of. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. For some reason they're like in a junkyard and then suddenly they're 30 stories in the air. And then there's <laughs> wipeout music starts playing. It does. Yeah. And, and then you have this misogynist guy who hates losing to girls, like try to kill a girl. Well, it was still the, the 90s. Fire. You could not lose to a girl. That means you have <coughs> no balls. It's you're, you're done. Cooties. Yeah, cooties. That's <laughs> still a thing back then. By the way, <laughs> fucking Robin going out, like, sneaking around with a fucking Robin helmet. Are you fucking... Like, you're going to be... He inco- had that before, didn't he? Didn't he, yeah. he, <laughs> he, he did. I'll, I'll give it to him. They had a little continuity there. Hey, it's a continue, but, like, if you're being incognito... Then again, she doesn't know she's well, it's Robin. Not like everyone with a bird on their stuff is kind of like. No, no, I, I, I. Like you're wearing like Tony Hawk stuff, and it's like, yeah, you're fucking Robin. <laughs> no, I, I just had a fucking light bulb. I was like, wait a second, she doesn't know he's Robin yet. So, like, yeah. I give her that, I guess. But um, I realized though, I was reading about this. I, I stopped. I paused the movie here, and I was reading about Coolio being here and stuff because I just mm-hmm. did not register with me. He doesn't I have read a song of a soundtrack or something, does he? No. Oh, I didn't think so. Smashing Pumpkins do. Yeah, they do. Those goo goo dolls, apparently. But uh Coolio was credited in this movie as Jonathan Crane. Did you know that? No. And I got more to say about that later. Hang on. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, this goes. Were they gonna the- do something with that? Yes. And I'm gonna get into it here when we get it after the movie's over. We're done talking about the movie. <laughs> Um, uh, the, the motorcycle thing happens and then they try to murder this girl because this dude doesn't want to lose to a girl because he'll lose his man card. I still and don't really understand, like, suddenly the end of the road is a cliff. Like, where were they going? That I... makes perfect sense in this version. <coughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Batman drove up a building. <laughs> true. That did happen. Uh, and then, like... They have this discussion. She, he brings her back to the manor, and then she's like, I'm going to pay back Alfred and get him out of this life of servitude. He hates being here. And he's like, no, he likes being here. And then she, he, she's like, no, he's sick. He's dying. You know. By the way, Alfred dying in this movie, he, he made me actually genuine, genuine scared. Because he was like, on the bed. <laughs> Yeah, like, when he's acting real. sick, I was genuinely. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, is, did that actor die after this movie? Because he looks sick as hell. <laughs> no, Michael Gaw actually lived lived uh, up to Corpse Bride. I think was the last movie he did. Okay, I I want to bring this up. Who's the better Alfred, this guy or M- Michael Caine? I don't. That's this a guy. Michael yeah, Gaw. I'll give it. I'll give it to Michael Gaw. Yeah, I mean, Michael Caine is great, but. I don't know. It's just this. He's more Alfredy. 
Yeah. My, Michael Caine is almost a different character. Yeah. And then the one, the one they have in the, the Snyder movies, too, he's very different. I don't even know. He doesn't really feel like Alfred to me. No, he, he feels like the guy from Die Hard to me. Because <laughs> that's who he is. I don't the think I've from, seen him. The guy from Die Hard? Yes, Die Hard 3. Uh, Simon Says. That's him? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, well, it's been really <coughs> anything else, I don't think. But, uh, yeah. And Scar I, from Lion King, by the, the way. The, thing, the problem with Michael Caine, Al- Alfred, in my opinion, is he goes into those those stories a lot. Sometimes people want to watch the word button. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's like trying really hard to be, like, profound in some kind of way to tell you something. Yeah, I feel like this, this Alfred, sorry to cut you off, but this Alfred, he, uh, uh, he 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 says it as it is. He doesn't put a story behind it. But like, hey, maybe you should just be like a better person, Bruce. He'll just <laughs> straight tell you, and he'll he'll do a little short story, it's yeah, like a couple sentences. Mm-hmm. But it's like in that very grandfatherly kind of way, and he's not really being smart ass or anything. Yeah, he doesn't want. He still. He, it, I always get the impression he he still very much wants to raise Bruce Wayne to be a good person. Because he never just tells him what to do. He wants him to arrive at what to do on his own. Yeah. I, I think that's the important important thing here. Yeah, I agree. I love him. <laughs> but um, I kind of stopped writing a lot of notes for a while <laughs> after this point. You had to let the stroke subside. Yeah, and so like I think this is like when Ivy breaks freeze out of Arkham. And, yeah. Uh, Which... I kind of like that part. That part's fun. That's a fun scene. It's fun. It's stupid, but again, like, at this point in the movie, I'm getting to the point where, like, okay, this is what I'm in for. Stupid. And I, I like, I, I like Bade running through Gotham with a shopping cart with all the freezing. <laughs> and I like them jumping out of the side of the building. I like him freezing it, which doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It's, it's fun. It's a fun part. I like I, once again the best parts of this movie are the villains interacting. They kind of are, yeah. Um, I do like that they like Bane can't break reinforced steel because there's a part where he's like, Bane, break us out, and he's like, and then like Ivy's like, oh, reinforced steel, not good. Yeah. <laughs> and and then, it, yeah, Arnold does that weird thing where he like fucking freezes the water coming through the sink and it doesn't make sense explodes the pipes in the wall okay and (laughs) and then probably gets into warm water where he should be dying more quicker right or energy should be he's got a suit now yeah some protection okay uh bane jumping into the water was funny though Mm -hmm. (laughs) because he's like uh, and he looked kind of scared to jump, and he was like, uh. "Can can I tell you? I was waiting for some cartoon like big splash to come up back at the 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 prison guards, even though it was like really high. I was waiting for that big like uh, splash, and like Jesse Ventura get like fucking water in his face, like, Ugh! Well, Jesse he Ventura died. He uh, died. Oh yeah, he got kissed, he got kissed to death. <laughs> no, I, th- I think later. Th- I think later uh, Commissioner Gordon says oh, she put two guards in the hospital or something like that. Yeah, so maybe they didn't die. They just got really close to death. Oh, we missed we missed one of my favorite Mr. Freeze slides. This uh, Bane arrives with the shit. And he says, "Finally, a laundry service that delivers." <laughs> what that service? Was good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that line. 
um, let's see. They, they do that scene where like uh, they both go to Mister Freeze's hideout, and the police are all there. Batman and Robin. I fucking hate this scene. By the this way, this is dumb. This is <laughs> dumb on a lot of levels. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna jump to the end. What the fuck does Robin fall in? What is that? That's ice cream batter. It's like a frozen food plant, and they've got a big vat of goo in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> is That's... it like ice cream? It's cool. It run off. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what they make the frozen chicken nuggets out of. He should have come back out all white and have like a smile and stuff. That would have been amazing. <laughs> It's green goop, like from the first movie. It's leftover. How did how did they find the secret button? By the way, were they just like, "Oh my God, sesame chicken"? Let me see what this is, and they're like, "Oh shit, a button." He just straight walked in there. It was like, "Here we go," and he pulls that thing out, and just presses the button. I'm like, "Did you? What, what is that?" <laughs> the police are all looking around, and George Clooney's like, "Did you guys read the script?" Like, <laughs> it is. I've got the script right here in my belt. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Is that the script? Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna do that. <laughs> Um, they, yeah, they find his wife and stuff, and then uh, Arnold Arnold Freeze is trying to get his diamonds so he can like get some power back, and uh, he goes into like that room where all the cops are, and then there's this giant switch that says "Heat Freeze." <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Why is why? there a freeze option? <laughs> why is there a heat option if he has to be in the, the cold? And it's funny because it doesn't mean heat and freeze; it means Tolerable temperature, incredibly deadly cold. <laughs> he fucking flips the switch, and then the cops are like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" One of them says, "My lungs are freezing." <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! And then you see, you have to see Pat Hingle start like keeling over and coughing, and I'm starting to get concerned about him too. Can we talk real quick about why they dress him like a four-star general in this movie? Why? I, why do they do that? I. Th- I guess to make it more like how no, because Commissioner Gordon didn't look like that in the, no. In every other movie, stuff. he just looks like a cop, or he's just like you know in a suit. And then this movie, for some reason, he looks like a fucking military general. I don't know. It's really distracting to me. I, I was like, and the, he even has like four stars and I, like shit on his chest, like he's in the. It doesn't make any sense. I think that's he more got for... promoted to general of the police. General of the police, and like all the campaign <clears throat> ribbons are like Joker campaign, Riddler campaign. Yeah. I think that's more for the kids to be like, oh, that's a you know, an yeah, important. He's important. Yeah, yeah. You see him and you're like, that guy's in charge. Yeah, because if he's just regular, you know, wearing a trench coat and a fucking hat and has a mustache and shit, you just be like, who, who the fuck is this guy? And why is he telling the, you know, other cops to do things? I think they were just being that, just to be like, oh, that guy's important, he has stars on his, on his fucking shirt. I bet you're right. I bet you're I'm just right. thinking about how in the first movie, he was, like, pretty serious. He was kind of no-nonsense. And he goes from, like, god damn it, we had him! And all this kind of stuff. And now he's, like, just goofy as fuck. <laughs> he's dressed like a general. <laughs> I still think, and I know this is not the movie, but I still think Gary Oldman is the perfect uh, Commissioner Gordon. I mean, Gary Oldman's, like, I don't know, you walk in your mirror, look at yourself, walk to the grocery store, and then somebody says, cut, you realize you're Gary Oldman in a movie. That's how good he is. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're totally right. <laughs> it's kind of unfair to go up against Gary Oldman. The guy could act as anything somehow. It's true. Especially in Planet of the Apes, which, by the way, Zach, you need to watch Planet of the Apes, the remakes. They're good. Mm, okay, I'll try to. 
I always think I always think about him in roles like that, and then I always think about him in like fucking Fifth Element. I'm like, what the fuck? A guy can do anything. Whatever. <laughs> and lots in space. <laughs> Even though that he was a Fifth Element, right? That's right. Yeah, he was in fucking Leon the Professional. We're we're, we're big uh, Gary Oldman fans here at Big Trouble. Yes. Um. At that point, uh, Poison Ivy pulls the plug on uh, Nora Freeze. She doesn't like competition. No. I mean, there is. she's unconscious in a tube, though. I mean, so, the competition. I have to bring this up. So, was she turned on by Ice and just wanted Ice, uh, Mr. Freeze? I, I don't know why I said Ice. Mr. Freeze uh, for herself. Was she turned on by Vanilla Ice? Like, yeah. <laughs> ice, Ice, baby. Maybe. <laughs> because, like, she's... Be- she's me being a misogynist here, I guess. Uh, she's being a woman here, right? Like, she wants to be the only woman. She wants to be able to man- manipulate him. She needs him to want revenge. She needs him to want to freeze the world. Okay. Because if all he wants to do is, like, revive his wife, that's useless to her. She can't get what she wants. Yeah. We can't kill the whole world if he wants to save his wife. Yeah, so he, he kills kills his wife, and it's like, Bam, it killed your wife! And then he's like, fuck the world! I gotta freeze everything! Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, which that scene is fucking retarded. But I digress. <laughs> it is. Uh, then they encounter Batman, Robin, and then she blows some more pixie dust at him, and they Dick gets affected by it more because he's just a young guy. I guess I don't know. Yeah, he's so dumb, dumbass. Hold Did he see all the pink shit in the air. I, that I always wondered about. Do they see it? I assume not. That's for us. That's for I, the viewer. I guess so. I have to bring this up. What make uh, maybe I missed the scene, but what makes Batman not affected anymore? Was he just like I don't care for fucking Batman, women? He's a smart man. He's a smart boy. Touche. Touche. Look, he's got some gray in his temples. He's probably in his early mid forties now. His T level is a little lower than Dick's. <laughs> it doesn't affect him as much. That and Bruce Wayne has spent the last like fifteen to twenty years dating the hottest supermodels in Gotham and then blowing them off at the end of the relationship. Like, yeah, he he's kind of over it, I guess. He's had uh, the whole gamut. He's had psychos. He's had hot psychos in leather. He's had Nicole Kidman. Yep. <laughs> but by the way, let's throw away that scene real quick. The chick that he was like dating for a while, she's like, I, I you know, I want to have a family and shit, and clearly you don't want to. And George Clooney smiling, like, yep. Yeah. And, and then she just walks away. I don't know. That's the part where she's like, he's like Ivy, and then she's like, who's Ivy, and all that stuff. Yeah, she should have got like this woman's like trying to break up with you, and you're like talking about another woman. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't react to that very realistically at all. I yeah. Don't know. She would have been like, "Who the fuck is I?" Like throw throw a drink in his face. (laughs) Well, she she does the ultimatum. She's like, "I'll let you think about this before I break up with you." But uh, but will you think about it, Bruce? And and then he's like, "Okay, Ivy." (laughs) Here's my thing about that. At the end of Forever, it was supposed to be like he's reconciled that I'm Batman and I'm Bruce Wayne. So like, I can have yeah, maybe I can have like a normal life on the side. And it's like I guess now that's that's not the case anymore. Again, <laughs> again, like in all the films, um, Batman, uh, they try to like flirt that he's like a womanizer, and especially when you get into the Nolan films, like fucking uh, Christian Bale has like fucking five women's on each arm and shit. But uh, like th- this one, like George Clooney's like, 
I just want sex. Like, <laughs> that's all I want. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward about it. Yeah. I can't, I can't buy it. Like, these other two, I can't really buy them backsliding the way they were portrayed. Michael Keaton, I could buy him backsliding. Because <laughs> he did, he finished Batman, and then Batman Returns, what's he doing? He's sitting there in his fucking study in the dark, waiting. <laughs> just with a drink in his hand that he's not even drinking. Yeah, like, like that's, he, that's he's it. just trying to look human. That's Batman right there. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, later on they go to Ivy's hideout. Oh man, I forgot to talk about that when she finds like that place to make her hideout. Turkish mask. <laughs> and then and, the and neon it's full of neon bad guys. The neon face paint luchador gang is there. Again. <laughs> there are. And they have like neon nunchucks and shit. That dude has contacts. His contacts lit up. Like, That's oh. right. That was actually. I mean, I'll give it to him. That's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> Do they eat people though? Because they were mentioning about eating her. Oh no! Is that another sexual in 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 innuendo? Yeah, you know, it's like Nicolas Cage face offs. I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> you know, it's like what he's talking about. <laughs> By the way, I want to bring this up. There's a lot of sexual innuendos in this movie. Poison Ivy throws a ton of them out. Yeah. Uh, half her well, that's like bad. the point. Yeah. yeah. She's manipulative. Um, I'll grab those rocks, meaning the I'll dun. grab your rocks. Yeah. Like, Whoa, <laughs> settle down. <laughs> um, That's when she tells him, like, oh, they killed your wife, and she has a little snowflake necklace, and he gets mad. He's like, I'm going to freeze everybody. Fuck it. And uh, Alfred's sick. He's laying in bed, you know. Dying. He, tells, he tells Barbara, like, he gives her the, the really cool disc he, he made in his weird computer. Is I want to know what the fuck that computer is. It's a real computer. I've seen one in real life as well. The disc drives, like, in the... In front of you? Yeah. Monitor, and it's, I don't know. He has, like, a really cool case. It's not a jewel case. What is that? I don't know, but can we... I don't we... know what that was. I don't know, but can we fucking talk about that Alfred is a fucking programming genius where he creates his own AI with his fucking upload brain into the, the computer? Oh, yeah. What the fuck is yeah. Well, he ensured that like he could still raise Bruce Wayne after he's dead. He created an AI of himself. Yeah, and he also the AI also like made an outfit for his niece, the measurements of whom he knows perfectly. So they pretty... they Sorry to interrupt. They pretty much made Alfred... Alfred... Plus Lucius Fox, pretty much. Right? He's sort of like that anyway, somewhat. Sort of, yeah. Sort of. But, um, yeah, they, let's see, Dick's still fighting with Bruce about Poison Ivy and shit. And then he hits him with the line like, hey, you trust me, okay? She's going to get you. She's going to kill you. And because he sees like a, a Robin signal because they stole the fucking sign, the, the, the bat signal. Mm-hmm. and replaced it um yeah because remember she gets to jim gordon with the the little fucking fart smell and says you know what <laughs> and and you know tell is like how do you get batman and he's like a signal but i only have the key and like he gives the key to her pretty much yeah uh but like he goes there to like confront her and then it's like she of course suckers him in and kisses him, but he got rubber lips. It was a buh. It was a ruse. I fucking hate she, <laughs> she I don't understand him. why he reveals it and then there's a big fight. Like he should have just been like, Oh, you got me. Oh, I got you. And like put put handcuffs on her real quick. Like something. It's just, 
I it's more for the fans be like, oh my god, why is he not affected? Is he is he special? And then all of a sudden, rubber lips, and I'm like, I fucking hate this dude. Because you had to have that scene of him falling in the water and getting back up, and the footage being rewound. Yes, you know, I mean, I was complaining earlier about there not being fights, so now there's gonna be a fight, and that is that is an awful awful effect. They just rewind the footage. That was embarrassing. Just for... don't don't put it in. Just don't put it in. Just cut that. Why can't you just have them splash around and just, okay, that's good. Yeah. What the fuck? Why did you feel the need to do that? <laughs> but, Chris, uh, Chris, we need you to get back in the water. We need a couple pickup shots. It's cold. Just, just thrash. Just thrash a bit. Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, I forgot. Barbara uh, brute forces Alfred's password. And, yeah, she learns, like, oh, yeah, this is Batman stuff. And she gets in the cave and has a, a bat suit specially for her. I got angry. I got angry. I got angry. Why'd you get angry? Because fucking made a suit because he knew that she would like find it. Yes. He probably knew that she quit college. He anticipated that this eventuality. So he uploaded his brain to the bat computer and made a leather suit. I want to reiterate a leather (sighs) skid tight suit for his niece, the measurements of which he knew perfectly. Her... Dick's measurements perfectly. Well, yeah, but he was there and he could measure him. Like he was making a suit or something. He measured her at some point. He had to order her damn school uniforms. Remember? Maybe. Okay. Hey. <laughs> but she knew how to use all the gadgets. Yeah, it's just you know, you just throw a thing and it fucking goes around and you swing. Yeah. Well, how hard is it? Is she still Spider Man? Um. God damn it. So, like, yeah, she shows up, Batman shows up, but then she fights Poison Ivy because this is for families and you can't have a guy punch a woman in the stomach and just yeah, throw what's she say? You're giving women a bad name or something. And, it's actually an okay fight. Yeah, it's fine. It's, you know, it's, it's fine. I like the part where, where uh, Uma Thurman pulls out a knife and then she's like, huh? <laughs> she's like fixing her hair and everything real quick. I just don't get, like, she, she pushes Rob into the water and then she's just like, Plants attack Batman, and they just like grab him. And then when Batgirl turns up, she's like, oh, "I guess we have to fight now." Like, have the plants attack her? Do you, are you out of plants? Well, she can't fight a guy, but she can fight a chick. I know, but there's the room's full of plants. She should just be like more vines, and then you know you win. She thought she could kick her ass. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. It's just some bat broad. Who, who's this? I can beat her ass. Get bat broad. And then we got that stupid scene where like. Now we're going to have to kill you, but we got to do this first. And they all run away. They all run away, change outfits. We don't even see them change outfits. And Silver. they all have... And uh, now they all have weird toy cars things. Yeah, she has a motorcycle. <laughs> Robin has a fucking hovercraft. hovercraft. Like he's in the bayou or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why he has that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a Happy Meal toy. I think I, think I had it, honestly. <laughs> uh... And then Batman's just got, like, a fucking car or something. I can't remember. But, yeah, this Freeze and Bane get in there, and they fuck up the observatory thing so they can make it a giant freeze gun. They freeze the whole town before that. Um, yeah. Um, and then Bane starts planting these giant icicle things with, like, flashy lights. I want one of those. I'll I want one, up. too. It's weird. I, <laughs> what is that? How is that a bomb? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Why does it have a big, like, plexiglass light on it that looks like an icicle? It doesn't make any sense. That'd be, um, good. That'd be good uh, fucking Christmas decorations. 
why are the two um like astronomy astronomist technician people there for comedic relief I, they, are they, they someone famous like is that a cameo that's going over my head or i don't think so I, they weren't listed in the cast or anything but jesse yeah. ventura wasn't listed in the cast either yeah but why are they there like i mean i understand someone's got to be working there but they're such a pivotal part of that scene, like hanging off. Thanks, Batman, and grab onto my belt. And it, why? Why are it's they just there? one of those days. Yeah. I, I guess I don't know. They were just there working. Um, when he said that, I went straight to that Lim Biscuit song. It's just one of those days. <laughs> they should. Somebody should make a super cut of that. Let's go. Mm-hmm. But, uh. They get up there and fight, and then you find out Mr. Freeze's dumbass spikes are missiles. That guy tries to stop him in his truck, and he fucking fails. <laughs> they all get up there, and then they fight while Batman fights Mr. Freeze, and then the Robin and Batgirl have to fight Bane, and they're failing. <laughs> and then they, and then they out, just kick the tube out of his head. Yeah, Dick says, kick the tube! And they, that just defeat. And he, he shrivels down into like a little skinny guy and he can't move anymore. That's that's your super soldier, Woodrow. Like that that's it. And then it just it's gone. That's awful. That's terrible. That's terrible. Like what if somebody just like what if the stray bullet hit that tube? Like what if he just the, walked through a doorway wrong? Yeah, <laughs> He's like a hundred pound doofus. Like it <laughs> seems like he can't sit in a normal car seat either because all those tubes are like right here. Really uncomfortable. Yeah. Nobody talks about that. Kick <laughs> the tube. Where's the fucking game theory video about that, huh? Um, he kind of defeats Mr. Free. They defeat the, the bad guy. They're fighting for like a minute. And then they're like, okay, we got to like fix this uh, telescope. I hate the scene. And then Dick says, oh, man, it'll take a computer genius to do that. Or no, Batman says that. And then Dick's like, I'm on it. I'm like, since when are you a fucking computer genius? Never, since never. Then Barbara is Barbara's like and, and I <laughs> I fucking hate this scene, but like I liked it at the same time because fucking Robin's an idiot. It's like, oh, it's flipped. He's like, and then We're gonna have to do it upside down. <laughs> no, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then she flips the screen to the right area. Uh, hang, hang on though, I gotta say this is like so. She goes, "No, I got this," and it's like, "Oh, okay, she's a computer genius." But hang on, like, what makes her computer genius? She just sat there and tried a bunch of goddamn passwords until she got it right. He dropped out of school for God's sake. Alfred made an AI. How is she a computer genius? Batman, Batman's a boober. He's just like, "Hey, you have to be some kind of computer genius," <laughs> and they're just like, "Control Alt Delete." <laughs> And decides, and he's like, "Wow, my computer's off. Help!" And she just presses the power button. What do you guys monitor. do? Download more RAM. Download. <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, they, they fucking get some sunlight to shine on Gotham and like burn people. Uh, no, to thaw the, the ice. And then there's another continuity <laughs> error. They unfreeze that dog, and it never pees. Yeah. What the hell? It's like about to pee and it gets frozen, and then it gets unfrozen and it just walks away. You didn't have what? to pee anymore. You didn't have to pee anymore. I guess. It's just... Um, 
uh, Mr. Freeze blows the bombs and he kind of tries to take down the whole observatory, but like Batman saves the researchers or whatever they are. And, and does that uh, stupid like monologue be like, I know you're in there and like still yeah. normal and stuff and the, your wife is still alive. And he shows, he's got like a little Palm Pilot thing and he shows her the, he shows him the scene Literally the, scene, the scene that was suspiciously recorded from the same angle that we, the viewers, saw. <laughs> he had access to Canastas. I mean, you know. <laughs> As and, I told Lady Freeze when I pulled her plug, this, this is a one-woman show. Yeah. I don't know why Weird. I remember that line so distinctly. Because she says it in a really weird way. Yeah, she does. <laughs> so he's like, all right, fine, uh, I'll help you. Because <laughs> he, he's asking him, hey, I know you can cure this syndrome got anything for that he takes out two glow sticks mm-hmm. yeah just here i cracked open a glow stick injected this directly into his bloodstream <laughs> make sure you turn out the lights or it won't look cool <laughs> <laughs> it's super bright what is that <laughs> and he's like he's like call me tomorrow like, two of these. Call me i tomorrow. hope he did i hope he called him but it's like okay now what he's like uh, I just meant it was like a pun on the thing doctors say. And he's like, yeah, an apple a day, right? Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> click. I, no. Uh. I wasted my one phone call on this. God damn it. <laughs> so, you know, uh, Bruce puts the glow stick to the IV, and uh, next what? day, next day, Alfred's fucking kicking, and like, he's 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 all happy and stuff, and. Alicia, uh, um, uh, wow, I almost said her, her actress name. Uh, B- Barbara is like, I want to be partner, just like how Robin was. And Robin's like, yeah, partners. And then George Clooney does his little creepy smile and then says partners. And they all. <laughs> partners. Yeah. And then they run. They run to the floor. And they run. run. That's right. Well, you forgot the one scene where Ivy's in in the uh the prison and got the i, I will give him this i really like that scene because it's you, cool as hell yeah i love it because she's sitting there she's like oh i'm in jail it sucks and then like he starts speaking from the shadows and his fucking armor turns on it's that's pretty cool that's pretty cool right there so <laughs> i i i got a bitter harvest i got a question about this scene so did batman just be like here put on your suit and go kill ivy or did did he just escape and maybe they were hoping for another Batman with more Arnold? I think I'm this is just fucking conjecture or whatever, but I think he just has his suit so he can do his damn research without them having to freeze a whole yeah, goddamn thing. Yeah. yeah. That's the way I took it. I mean, it's probably like a version of it that isn't dangerous or something. He's he's mm-hmm. playing along because he got what he wanted. Like he can work on healing his life. Yeah, so I wanna say this about Mr. Freeze. Like I actually it was a good arc in this movie where I kind of like, oh, he's a bad guy, but like his wife is dying and shit and he wants to care for her. And at the end, I'm like, yeah, he better, you know, slap the shit out of Poison Ivy because, you know, he got used. Like, oh, you mean like Mr. Freeze in the animated series? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, except it's done better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, let's see. I got a couple things here. Do you guys have any other weird notes or anything you want to talk about before? Um, I loved. I, I used to hate a bunch of things about this movie that I now love, and I used to try to defend parts of this movie that I just now just find indefensible. 
Yeah. Like, I used to be I, – I started saying it earlier, but there was that thing where Arnold got to be an asshole about the script, and I used to think, oh, I'll be sure that fucked everything up. Wrong. He's, like, the best part of this movie. Yeah. I, I, I love him. I love everything that Mr. Freeze does in this movie. It's hilarious. I love when they're fucking – he's teaching them to sing that song, and he's wearing a big, long robe with, like, snowmen on it, and he's got polar bear slippers um, he has I, a blue cigar. He's got a blue cigar <laughs> somehow. I love all of his dialogue. I love how over the top he is. He's so much fun. So he much is. fun. Um, uh, I, I wanted to like Poison Ivy more. No, I don't. So, I don't like her. Norman, she's smoking hot, and I like her. She's a great actress. But, uh, uh, I mean, it, it's true. It's true. What Batgirl says you're giving women a bad name. Yeah. Yeah, they really fucked that character up. They did a bad job characterizing this character beyond, oh, she's sexy. She manipulates men. That's awful. Why'd you do that? It's not 1960. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And, uh, of course, and of course, they fucked Bane all the hell. So Yeah, yeah Alicia, Alicia Silverstone, I kind of, like, I, I don't have a lot of beef with her. I think they did pretty okay with her. I wish it was more... Like Barbara Gordon, but obviously you can't do that since Jim Gordon wasn't a big part of the 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 franchise at this time. Um, and uh, Arnold's my favorite part of this movie, so I think that's what puts it over for me as far as like it, as much as I hate this movie, I will say watch it for Arnold because every time he's in the scene, you're just like. His puns are stupid and uh, dad-like, like dad joke-like, but like you're just like it's fucking Arnold. He's amazing. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Though this movie's weird. It's like you you will like things about it that you shouldn't like, and then you used to think, "Oh, this isn't so bad," and then you come back and you watch it again, and it's like, "No, that sucks." <laughs> yeah, which is kind of what I wanted to get to. Is I really thought we were gonna have to discuss how. Uh, you were going to tell us that this movie is better than Batman Forever because of how much you hate Batman Forever, but here we are. Yeah, not, I never really tipped my hand too much about right, that. Right. Yeah. But I was just like, no, oh, no, hang on. It's it's still to be determined because I didn't know how you guys would really react. Yeah. Um, I, honestly, I really expected over the years, there's been times where I was like, I want to watch a bad movie. I want to get drunk with my friends and watch something. So Batman and Robin came up a couple times and I thought, that when we watched it this time, I would be like, yeah, this movie's terribly funny because of how bad it is. But it's still just bad. Not as much as it should be. Right. Yeah. It's it's not all the time. Like there's parts pretty much whenever Mr. Freeze is doing stuff that I'm, I'm having a good time. <laughs> but the rest of it, I just did not like it's bad. I will say every time Batman uh, came on screen, I was like, eh. Boo. Boo. Batman. Yeah. I, I, sh- I shouldn't be disappointed when Batman is on the screen. You've obviously fucked up your Batman movie. Where's Mr. Mom? Give me back Mr. Mom. Yeah, he's right. Give me back Batman. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I got Maybe couple- you should. I don't know. Get better casting. <laughs> Shots fired. Um, cool. A couple little notes here. Uh, George Clooney said this movie may have killed the franchise and it was a waste of money. Which, <laughs> which right. he ain't wrong. I yeah, mean, yeah. 
This was like 2005 when he said this stuff. Oh. So it's probably like right before the Batman benefit of hindsight. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they were planning on doing a sequel to this movie, and they were like, "Yeah, George Clooney, we, we got you. You're gonna do the sequel, right? Batman Unchained." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah. Why not? What it was gonna be called? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Oh. But that that was like the working title. He was gonna <laughs> meet that Nicolas Cage Superman. Hang on. <laughs> Wait, does that actually have something to do with it? <laughs> Not quite, but oh, okay. something about Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> okay, so Batman and Shade would have featured Coolio as Scarecrow. <laughs> you know, Scarecrow, right? <laughs> All right, okay. So, so that doesn't they they completely throw his backstory out the window. Clearly, I don't know what what the fuck is Jonathan Crane doing, like hosting road rash competitions. I. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's an adrenaline fear thing maybe there, there's something there i feel like that you you hit the nail on the head just now probably that sounds like hack screenwriter shit yeah it sounds like i'm a hollywood screenwriter and it, oh he does stuff with fear oh okay uh fucking motorcycle races yeah <laughs> anyway he would use his fear toxins and shit you, you fuck with people and then he would team up with harley quinn the joker's daughter <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> please, no, no, please tell me Nicolas Cage's Joker. No, no, no. no uh, okay, so originally, uh, they were talking to Joel Schumacher about who they should cast as uh, Scarecrow, Jonathan Crane, and then it was originally going to be Nicolas Cage. Awesome. And then he decided, no, I want Coolio to be him. <laughs> Not awesome. <laughs> I mean, that's Nick interesting. Honestly, though, you know what would have happened is if Cage would have done it, the direction would have dictated that we would have got just another goofy, over-the-top clown guy. It would have been Joker Part 3, Part 2 being Riddler. But it's Nicolas Cage doing it. I know, it. I know. It would have been amazing. But oh, I'm my God. Saying. Oh, but uh, Coolio doing it would just would have been fucking lame. What if Probably. Nicolas Cage was Ra's al Ghul? What? That's not, that sounds like... Uh, Neil Adams' fucking comics that he does now. Oh my god, he writes shit that's like, is this dude fucking trip acid? Is he doing like EMT and tripping acid or some shit when he writes this? Because that's the kind of shit he writes now. <laughs> but, uh, it gets better, though. So, like... Oh no, there's more? There's more. Yeah, so, like, in this plot, like, Scarecrow and Harley Quinn would basically try to, like, get Batman with fear toxin and shit. So he would start hallucinating, and they would get him committed to Arkham Asylum. <laughs> That's it. You know what? That's kind of interesting, and I want to see that. But one more thing. Premise of a comic, though, too. I think so. Yeah. I don't know which one, but th this is the big one. So in the plot, what would happen is when they cause Batman to hallucinate, he starts hallucinating that the Joker has come back, and they were going to try to get Jack Nicholson to do it again. Oh man! Uh, and I'm like, yeah, right. He wouldn't fucking yeah, that do that. Fucking happen. He 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 would have seen those last two movies and be like, yeah, no, I ain't doing that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid I'm gonna have to pass on that. He'd probably be like, can you get Tim Burton to do it? Get <laughs> <laughs> the other guys back from before, like. <laughs> um, I just thought that was insane. I never really knew all that stuff before. And then Joel, Joel Schumacher would be like, but Jack, you're my number one. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> 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 
bring Bob back too. You have to hallucinate Bob. Oh yeah, you gotta hallucinate. So, <laughs> my question to you guys: Do you recommend Batman and Robin? Uh yeah. Like of all the movies we've watched, the movies that I've hated, this is the one that I hate the most, but still recommend. If that makes any sense, it's it's weird, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of following you. If you want, like again, it's the kind of thing like, oh, you're hanging out with friends, you know, you're gonna talk over part of it, you're gonna laugh at it, you can drink during it, smoke during it. It's that kind of movie. Um, it has its moments. Arnold is great in it. Uh, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, those are its moments. Zach, what about you? Um, it's got a bad credit card. Gone. <laughs> Get a nostalgia critic in there. There it is. Um, I I recommend it for uh, completion purposes, and uh, also, yeah, it's a good movie to kind of goof off. If, if you're a Batman autist, you gotta watch yeah, it. Like me, <laughs> but I like it's weird because sometimes I like to watch this movie more than Batman Forever, and then sometimes I can watch Batman Forever and say. Well, this was just better, even if there's shit about it I don't like. Mm-hmm. So, so there you go. So the the thing is, like with Batman Forever, like it still has the tone of Tim Burton, but not as far as goofy as Joel Schumacher. But then, like Batman and Robin goes full full Joel Schumacher. Yeah, here, here's that, that's what I was gonna say was like Batman Forever didn't commit to any specific tone. Yeah. It was all over the place. Batman and Robin commits to the tone of being yeah. fucking silly. And There's too many cooks in the kitchen for forever, but this time it was it was Joel's show. Yeah, I guess. And here's the funny part about that though, is like after this came out and it it didn't bomb, I guess, but it disappointed. Yeah, I'm sure it made money. Uh it did. It like had all kinds of effects on Warner Brothers. Like this is when they were trying to make that Superman movie with Nicolas Cage and it ended up being like a big money leech yeah and they canceled it and this happened and everybody expected this was gonna like be good or do good and it didn't and uh it caused them to have to like throw all their batman movie plans into the trash and they're like well now what do we do they're like i don't know i guess we could make like the dark knight returns or like year one and joel schumacher's like let me do year one I have to redeem myself. That's basically no, what he's saying. No, like, no, 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 no. Not after that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Joel. It's not going to happen. And it even had such far-reaching effects that Warner Brothers Animation, they were doing the, the Batman animated movie Sub-Zero, and it was supposed to come out at the same time as this. Hmm. And then when they saw the negative reaction and the backlash they had, they delayed it on purpose because they were scared they were going to get some of it on them. Awesome. And then it came out later, and everybody was like, this was good. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. It's got a fucking head on a spider body. It's pretty cool. I like that. <laughs> that's so <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the one thing I always remember about that movie. There you go. So, um, usually we do a final ranking. Uh, I know Zach has, like, review scores, um, but I will just say all of ours. So I score everything I watch. Yeah, so... There is no change at all. We are going in order on how we watch the movies, and that's how we are ranking them. There's no argument about any of this. <laughs> if you're surprised, please email us at bigtrouble at you're a big dumb idiot dot com. 
Yeah. Please email me at this web zone. I don't get a shit at all. <laughs> you stupid. So, Zach, what did you score your films? Because you have scores on yours. Uh, I give Batman a 9 out of 10. Okay. Batman Returns is an 8.75 out of 10. Okay. Batman Forever is 4.5 out of 10. And Batman and Robin is 3.5 out of 10. Oh. <laughs> So, yeah, there's no change. Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman Robin. Or as Andy put it, hey, Andy, how did you write yours on your rank? No, it's just, it's, you guys had already put yours, so I didn't see the point in being serious. But so I put Bat, and then Bat Turn, and then Marmon Forbes, and then B-Man, and Rob Robbio. <laughs> so, yeah, there there's our ranking of the first four Batman movies. Um, we're, we're probably at some point going to do the Nolan films. Um, I, we're going to wait, what, wait, what Zach, hmm? uh, inject into your list, Batman mask of the phantasm. No. Okay. Uh, hang on. Is it, is it one or two or three? What's going on? I gotta get, I gotta get. I have to get my my master file for all of my review scores. Oh, so you just have it. I wanted you to just go by passion, not not cold, cruel numbers. Well, it's not by just by cold, cruel numbers, but it does influence it. Dubs, inject Killing Joke into your list. Uh, right after Batman Returns. That's ditto. Yes, same. Did I not put it on here? Fuck. Hang on. <laughs> he didn't care about it enough to rank it. I understand. That's not true. That movie's so forgettable. What a piece of shit. And Mortal Kombat above Batman and Robin. Mortal <laughs> <No> Kombat? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with that. I, I, honestly, uh, Mask of the Phantasm, I think I would just barely put it number two after Batman. Because... I never seen that, by the way, so I should watch it. Yeah, yeah, you, you oh, should you totally should. watch it. It's just you know we we've had a bumpy ride through Batmanville. I figure we might as well incorporate the whole extended universe here. He's actually typing it in there. <laughs> really, you put it beneath Returns. I like Mask of the Phantasm better than Returns. I, that's fine. If I, I there's no argument to be had for that. Mm -hmm. It's just that um, I like what returns puts down just a little bit more um it's more of a feeling it gives me and stuff like that uh yeah, yeah I, I didn't see returns until after i had seen all three of the other batman movies so i it's have less nostalgia for it but mask of the phantasm yeah. like i watched the animated series for years when i was a little little tiny baby andy so that's it's all just the right nostalgia. i actually i actually think that would have benefited from being longer once like yeah, maybe yeah, 20 yeah. like 90 minutes instead of the weird 72 minutes or whatever the fuck it is yeah what the fuck yeah. animation's expensive mm, yeah okay now you can you can wrap up i just wanted to i figured we watched those movies let's let's have something to say about them yeah so um we're obviously down the road we're gonna do the batman nolan films um and then we'll watch the batman adam west movie as an interlude yeah <laughs> I, I, uh, I've seen that movie once and it was at like 2.30 in the morning on TV Land was oh, showing man. it. And oh. I had just spent the last like eight hours drinking rum with a buddy 
<laughs> and we were like just starting to wind down and Batman came on and we were like, yeah, we'll put this on. And then we sat there and watched it while we sobered up. It was a good old time. <laughs> so um, our next ranking we're going to do is our one of our best directors. So each of us are going to choose. Showcase, I think we should call it. Uh, directors. Yeah. Director Showcase, as Andy said, uh, where we all pick our uh, one of our favorite uh, directors and we pick two movies out of them. So I'm going first. Hang on real quick. I okay. just want to add an extra, an extra twist to this. Uh, the director that you choose, I just want a little bit of like a book report. Like, I want to know why he's one of your favorite directors. I want to know, like, how you found him. Have you seen everything he's ever made? Or she. Everything they've ever made. Just yeah. just a little bit. We're going to get an intro. We're going to get an intro on that episode. Okay. It's, okay. Not, it's not just going to be, hey, I'm here to talk about uh, uh, fucking... Uh, homework. I love AJ homework. Or, or, uh, fucking Michael Bay. We're going to watch The Rock. And then we're going to watch Transformers. Okay, here we go. I, I want to know... <laughs> Look, Michael Bay, I saw him one time at a Kroger and made out once. It was a big deal. Yeah. And I said, Hey, why don't the Transformers have balls? And then they had balls. I want want a little extra. I want some meat on the bones. Okay. Yeah. I've been interrupting you a lot trying to get out of this episode. So I'll I'll be choosing Christopher Nolan um, because he's one of my favorite. And two of my movies, uh, these two guys didn't see, are Interstellar. And Tenet. So we're going to be watching those films. They're kind of meaty. So I want to recommend you guys to not do this last minute. Because I think they're both over two hours. Yeah, I was about to say, aren't they each like three fucking hours? Yeah. So make sure you space them out somehow. Or maybe watch it from here (laughs) to pretty much next Tuesday. Um, So we're going to be watching those movies. Come back and we'll talk about it. Interstellar. I'll have my little book report for Andy. Uh, on why I chose uh, Christopher Nolan. Um, there is no news to talk about. I think we're gonna, we're gonna end it here, uh, mainly because I have to take a piss. Um, but um, we're gonna end it here. Make sure you follow us on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. If you type in "big big trouble" in little podcasts, uh, we'll be on there. Also, this Thursday, me and Zach will be recording. The Nemesis Project, finally getting over the Resident Evil 6 episode because Resident Evil 8 is coming out Friday. So, And then we'll get into Revelations, I think, which is next after that. Oh, I know, 7, 7, shit. After 6, 7. <laughs> are you guys going to stream any of 8 or are you going to play it? I'm going I'm to be, be streaming 8. I'm going to play it secretly alone. Yeah. But, yeah, that's where we'll end it, guys. We're going to end it there. I will see you. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Thanks for listening. Same bad time. Same bad channel.